welcome to episode six of For Random Mornings with the Menifees. And this episode is entitled, Who Said What? <laughs> As a question. And babes, what, what are we going to be talking about in episode six and who said what? First of all, I'd like to recognize where we're at, which veranda we are. Because we're a little late with our podcast this week, but we're still being obedient. Mm-hmm. We are in um, West Virginia. Oh yeah, West Virginia. West by God, Virginia. <laughs> and we are on a beautiful veranda with some great views. And it's very much cooler than it is on our veranda back home in Oklahoma. It's, um, I have a jacket on. Yeah, 80, what degrees, in the what? 80 degrees in West Virginia and 80 degrees in Oklahoma are two different are not the same. types of 80. I, have, I think I enjoy heat. I think I enjoy heat too. Huh. Who knew? Interesting. But who said what? <laughs> um, tracing back, like, my career. And I know, you know, God didn't call me to have a career. He called me to have a purpose. Amen. A lot of times my purpose is tied to my career. But there have been, uh, when I was a director of a nonprofit in D.C., there were plenty of times where I was cuffed to the comments about how people, you know, perceived how things were going and it's interesting that after I left they look back now and they can say things like how did you do everything you were doing Mm -hmm. and so our perspectives can be changed but I learned so much in that season really wow (laughs) (laughs) I was so quiet and then they joined the land of the living so forgive the weed eater in the distance but You know, those comments and those times reminded me how important it is to stay true to your purpose and your calling and not be so driven by people's comments. We have intentionally not been just promoting this podcast as an effort to have followers or plays or any of those things because we don't want to be cuffed to comments that we want to be cuffed to transformation this really isn't about although i hope to see people benefit from hearing our testimony of trust yeah. transformation this is really about us documenting our journey and transformation and um the the goal is everything we we start and we do should be centered around the goal there are people who have podcasts with the sole purpose and goal of having likes followers and letting it be an aspect of how they make money which is great and if we one day we were to be able to do that that's cool but that wasn't our origination of this project um but we have to be careful because there have been times when i've been getting text message that man that felt good yeah um to have people reach out and want to reconnect and because we're built for socialization and and mm-hmm. to share our hears because yeah. here is holy here is holy um and those things but for me this was just a reminder how this can't be about that and it's also about our flow but we can get into that later but i know you want to talk the about flow. nehemiah and you want to talk about preparatory commands oh yeah and because this is you're wearing your army shirt right now oh with your yeah dog yeah tag, yeah so. i'm always wearing my dog tag the, last week's message was very exciting to me because we're talking about um walls being burnt down and and doors being burnt down and um i think it's important to note that when we're talking about walls and we're talking about doors is that walls are meant to keep things out while doors are meant to let things in or out um and being aware of um 
much like we're aware of the gates and the doors attached to gates at our house, um, we have to be aware of our internal walls or our internal doors. Um, and if they're up and if they're being guarded and me being with working with um, information security, I love it because I start thinking about firewalls and what traffic can go where. And I've talked um, in a previous episode about how one of my bonus sons, if his room is messy, um, what I will do is stop the internet traffic from going to his room. And then he has to come talk to me and figure out why I stopped that internet traffic. I think God does the same things to us. Like Absolutely. at times God will stop the flow. Stop the flow. So we have to stop and talk to him. Yeah. I've had a lack of flow this week. Well, maybe that's a next week episode or okay. if it's this week. I don't know. But I think God does that too. Sorry to Absolutely. interrupt you. I, I lost where I was going. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, You'll stop the flow of traffic. It, I will stop the flow of traffic and not in a, there's no emotion attached to it. I hit the button, the internet traffic stops and I go on about my day. I keep doing my thing. And eventually I know that he's going to come and ask me, <laughs> why did you like, his question is, why isn't my, why isn't Fortnite working? Uh, but what he's really asking is, why did you stop the flow? But he doesn't know that he's asking that because that's what I hear. And then I say, hey, I stopped the flow because you know, there's this in your room or that needed to be picked up. Or remember I asked you to do this and it hasn't been done yet. So when that gets done, we can continue the flow. Absolutely. Uh, I think that that flow that you're talking about for me, when God provides the flow, that is really the fruit in our life. And mm -hmm. you know, that fruit should be easy to see. It should be obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, and since we're talking about Nehemiah and building those walls and the gates, yeah. really around this was, um, what is that? Can you read the scripture about the good work? I think it's 2.18, is that right? 2.18, he said, then I told them how the hand of my God had been favorable to me and also about the words that the king had spoken to me. And they said, let us rise up and build so they thoroughly supported the good work. The good work. And I, and I think it's important that we recognize that what we're doing, whether it being, uh, whether it be cleaning the, the bathroom at the church, whether it be greeting, whether it be children's church, <laughs> or, you know, working in schools, working in cybersecurity, whether it be doing a podcast, buying properties, whatever it is, that there is a good work attached to that. Um, but what really caught my attention was really, um, 219 and 2:19 says, but when Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official and Geshem the Arab heard about it, they mocked us and regarded us with contempt and said, what is this thing you are doing? And I think that question, what is this thing you are doing? is twofold. It's connected to the comment. First of all, this was those comments that you're going to see whenever you're doing a good work. And the next thing is the mocking of the work you're doing. What you're doing a podcast where seven people listen to it. Why are you wasting at least three hours a week in preparing, praying and doing this work to us? That is good work because the transformation that's happening is within us. Yeah, it isn't, um, it isn't about creating a following or creating a, an army or, or those things. But if we got tied to that comment 
if we got um, you know, tied to or cuffed to whether or not people were getting use out of the content that we were creating. When the goal is about what's happening within us, the good work that's happening within us, then that could stop the flow of what God's doing. And then we have to go to the throne and say, hey God, um, what's happening and why am I not fill in the blank, whatever um, that is. And so I really appreciate though about San Balo is that he didn't hide it. Like he, (laughs) he didn't, he wasn't in, in uh, some fictional uh, social media presence saying this. It was boldly flat footed saying, what's this thing you're doing? Are you rebelling against the king? He didn't even have any ammunition. He started to make it up and he did it frontward facing. Mm -hmm. One of the things I learned from my friends in New Jersey and they will tell, shoot you straight. And I always appreciated. I'm from the South, and we say things like, bless your heart, and it sounds really kind, <laughs> but it's not. We are straight up telling you to your face sideways Yeah. that whatever you're saying is idiotic. Yeah. And so we also experience where I work and live this whole idea that frontward facing, I'm going to be sweet as sugar. Mm-hmm. and um, say everything you want to hear and then five minutes later being talk, being in a place of somewhere else in the presence of someone else saying something completely different yeah. that will eventually get back to you. Yeah. And so I think it comes back to that first point that our fruit should be obvious because the next time after you find out that person was saying the things that they were saying mm-hmm. you have you have a decision to make. You can A be sideways and do what I do sometimes when I'm angry with uh, uh, some looks and tones and mm-hmm. uh, or you can operate with love yeah and push through that and that takes a whole lot of energy mm-hmm. you also just have to not pick it up or put it down I think that's what you say that's what my Angelo said you can't pick it up or put it down uh, because if we live by what people say, we will die by what people say. Um, a lot of times that's a whole lot easier said than done. Um, and I think with what we're talking about with comments, sometimes they're, sometimes the comments that we create. I think that's next week's sermon you're getting ahead of yourself. That's okay, next week's I'm podcast. sorry. But you're right. But yeah, our own comments are... That can be dangerous, but we'll go there next week. Oh, yeah. The war in your mind is real. Yeah. And I think that you are right. But sometimes that those comments in your mind can mm-hmm. be spurred by the comments of others. And if you're, com- if you're cuffed to those comments... So if we're cuffed to what people think and say about us, then we'll find ourselves spinning up this narrative in our mind that what I'm doing doesn't matter, what who I am is not enough, or like what you were saying a while ago, you said... Um, I uh, I am not enough. Mm-hmm. And that is a scary narrative that we create. And if we're cuffed to the comments, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. I said all that while someone who's pretty important to us joined us. Our first guest our on our show. Our first guest, the man himself, Jumping Joe Menifee, is with us on the podcast. Is our first guest. Um, and he actually just walked out on our podcast as we were recording. And we asked him if he want to be on. And he said, sure, why not? I got five minutes. He's got five minutes, so we appreciate him. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> so, it's tell good us, to be here. It's so good for you to be here. 
so Joe, you're like Dante's one of his heroes, but probably the hero in his life. Can you think of a time when someone has maybe said something about something you were doing, something you were, a project you were working on, or even you as a person that created an, uh, a narrative within you that maybe disrupted your purpose or your calling for the moment? I know that in the in eventual, you did the thing, Jumpin' Joe Menifee, but. Well, um, you're saying disrupted my calling mm -hmm. or, or who I am mm -hmm. basically in general you know I spent um, more or less um, half my life in the military right and um, you know, I grew up with a um, very limited time with my father since he passed away but um, so as far as calling is concerned I always um, thought that my life was calling to be a soldier so I spent a lot of my time doing that. Um, so how did that get interrupted? Maybe by retiring, maybe interrupted it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I still, um, I still prepare myself, you know, for the battle every day. I wake up, I mean, I pray, and, and I continue on with my life. And uh, I try to let um, daily things, like um, um, just dealing with people and stuff that interrupt who I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm who I am. I, I stick by that that model. I serve Jesus, and, and I just basically try to um, do uh, what's right yeah. in that way. I think that legacy lives on with Dante because he's really good at guarding the gates, he calls it, and what he lets in and what he allows to disrupt. So it makes sense to me that that would be a hard question to answer because you just don't allow that because you are a soldier. So that's exciting to me. I'm almost emotional thinking about because we've talked about you and your impact in his life and how he has really modeled what he does around what you do and i benefit from that because he's pretty amazing <laughs> yeah so you did a great job yeah thank you very much yeah, <laughs> yeah dante he's always been a, um, a good son growing up and stuff like that so um we're, we're proud of him you know and he continues to, to, to do things um you know in the way that, in the manner that way that we we think is good, um, so we don't, we don't always agree with everything, but um, at the end of the day, um, you know he's grown, he's do his own thing, and we respect that. Yeah. Your comments really matter to him. I know what you have when you say that. I know it has more of an impact and a legacy. So. Oh yeah, because he doesn't just uh, he doesn't he doesn't waste words. And he's not going to say anything that he doesn't mean. Um, so when he does say those things, it does. It has a. It means something than just a stranger on the street or someone I, I barely know. Um, but I've said before that I remember my dad would say stuff like, "You'll thank me later," mm -hmm. and I used to be really like angry about it. Like, like that was a slight at me. Like he was just trying to be funny or sarcastic. Um, but as a father and as a husband, and like, I get that. Like, he's basically telling me just keep living and <laughs> you'll understand and you'll really thank me later. Yeah, and with that, you, you said last week, I think you said no discipline, no discernment means destruction. No discipline and no discernment leads to destruction. And so I think that comes from what you taught him, but those comments that 
if you're not discerning what comments are good and what you'll take in and adjust accordingly, mm -hmm. um, that could lead to a destruction of your pur purpose. And it's important to be convicted in what Nehemiah said. Oh, what was it? Nehemiah, Nehemiah 218, where he said this good work, this good work. So he was calling it a good work really before it was even started. You say that all the time. You say you got to see it. You got to see it before you see it and say it before you see it. Um, and a lot of times other people won't. They won't see it. They won't see it or they won't agree to it or they won't. They won't sign on to what you're trying to do. And at that point, you have to make a decision. Like, am I <laughs> am I going to do this thing that I'm called to do or you know, am I going to bend to what everyone's saying or that's a tough decision. Yeah, it is tough. Yeah. Um, just kind of add on to that. If you look back in, um, back in the, the time where, um, uh, let's get here, my, my mind is just flipping real quick. Um, <laughs> like Jesus has, the God has just laid out um, different plans for people to do certain things mm -hmm. and and people don't like like they really they don't really I say agree with that but um, when, when God give you a mission it's, it's your mission and and you need to take that mission and run with it and, and you can't like let other people uh, distract you from what what your mission is going to be or what or what you need where you need to be at um, otherwise uh, you'll be would be you're basically laying yourself a uh, astray from what 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 the lord has laid out for you to do yeah and you have to inherently believe that god talks to nobodies like cheryl to do something that could change something for everybody because right. that's what he did with mary she was a 13 year old virgin and how many people really believe she was a virgin who was having the son of god i mean to imagine the kind of grace on the purpose of that well i'm sure there were lots of comments around that that yeah. was not Oh, yeah. And that Moses, uh, I mean, you got Moses and you have Noah mm -hmm. who was who was directed to um, build a, uh, you know, an ark to build an ark. And, and, there was no and, rain. There was no rain in sight. Mm -hmm. and, and he built that thing for years until, you know, I, forgot, I don't know how many years it was, 40 years or so maybe. I don't, I've forgotten how many years it was exactly. It might have been 100 years he was building that ark before it actually poured down and started raining. And people so, were laughing at him and mocking him. Sure. I'm sure, like, yeah. but he stuck to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. He had. They had. They all had their own version of Sanballat, like Nehemiah had. And mm -hmm. we learned that Sanballat means enemy in secret. But all, often our enemies are not necessarily secret. And mm -hmm. they can also those comments can come from people mm -hmm. that we love. They can come from me to my sons. I have to be careful what I speak over my children, and what I speak over you as my husband and mm -hmm. my my family, because otherwise that. What we say has power. Oh yeah, there's power in the tongue. Yeah, the says. it cannot be tamed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of the things that Pastor said last week is um, that this the disgrace ends when we rebuild what's been taken down, and so a part of the process that we're doing in this journey is we're rebuilding our life after some some really tragic things you know at the destruction of our first marriages and our family that's now blended and navigating the space between here and there and bringing everything together and knowing that that has been a challenge because ultimately our heart was never to be divorced our right. heart was never to have our our family
families divided and now we're faced with this whole thing that Nehemiah went through. Uh, I've got to rebuild this wall in Jerusalem and, and the destruction is real. And then putting the pieces all back together on a foundation of God is, is not always easy, but it starts when we do one, the next obedient thing. Uh, what was it that this, what the movie that we watched yesterday? Um, Hustle. Hustle. Adam Sandler you got to see that movie, by the way. You will really like it. <laughs> yeah. What was that quote about? The last play doesn't matter? The last, it's not the last play that matters. It's the next one. Yeah. That's what they said. But on building on to what you just said, um, in Nehemiah 2, what's the verse? It's in 2.18. And I read the amplified version because I need context. But it says, then I hold them... Um, how they hand then I hold them how they hand of my God and been favorable to me and also about the words the king had spoken to me and they said let us rise and build and the amplified version goes on to explain that the Hebrew verb for stand or arise is often an instruction to get ready to fulfill a command somewhat similar to a military command uh, and they give an example of the command of attention and my father and I both as combat veterans when I read that that to me sounds like a preparatory command and I think a lot of times we receive preparatory commands to that that's then followed by a command of execution by God but it's our job to walk out that command of execution Regardless of what anybody's saying. Regardless of what anybody says. And, and as believers, like I've talked about before, I forget where it says it in the Bible, but we're soldiers for Christ. And as soldiers, again, like me and my dad, like we understand there's a way that soldiers live and there's a way that civilians live. And as soldiers or as believers in Christ, we can't engage in battle the same way that civilians do. We can't look at conflict or engage in conflict the same way that civilians do as soldiers and as soldiers for Christ. And to know where one stops and where where another begins is part of knowing or identifying those gates and those doors and really guarding the gates, what you let out and what you say and what you let in with what someone else may say and what you do with that. And It reminds me of your work in permissions. What yeah. are the permissions that yeah. that are allowed in these controls that you're working on? Yeah. Yeah. Because if we find ourselves like so cuffed to what you say about what I'm doing, whether it be I'm a soldier, whether it be I'm a teacher, whether it be I'm a principal, whether it be I'm a lawyer. I'm a mother. I'm, I'm a, a father. Mother, I'm a father. Yeah. If I allow all those things to disrupt that command to do this thing I've called to do, then I have been disobedient to the one who really matters. And so I have to uncuff to those things around me that would steer me astray from my mission. Yeah. And what I do. Mm -hmm. One mm -hmm. of the things that I um, liked, Pastor, what he said, he said, anyone who rebuilds anything, please know you're being discussed. <laughs> if, yeah. And um, the moment you commence, and you have to get ready for those comments. And so in this project that we're working on we've had some guidance from some expert podcasters tony being one of yeah. them i can't wait for him to be on here too. i know that's going to be fun he has his own podcast and doing his own thing that's really really engaging and fun 
and he has lots of followers. I think they have like 1.8 subscri subscribers like on their something YouTube, like 1. that. 1.8k. Yeah. But it's, he's doing some big, big things and doing some really cool things. If you look at um, the depth for which they talk about things that are happening here, it's so interesting. But they don't let the comments right really drive the absence of what they're talking about they're going to talk about what they're going to talk about uh -huh. and moving on so i've learned so much from that so there, there are people that i will allow mm -hmm. and to come in and, and guide that process and that i can learn from sure and there are others that i just can't do that and that's what nehemiah did with sand ballot mm -hmm. because later on in nehemiah 4 1 whenever they're finished and and um he's really um done a work and everybody's impressed by their work he comes back and saying ballot you know has a different tone and now wants to be friends it reminds me of what is that back then back then you didn't, didn't want, want me, me. Now, now i'm hot you're all on me yeah and so um <laughs> we come back to that often because the reality is the time it's the times that we're down and we're low mm -hmm. that we have the most critical decisions to make we can either decide this wall is too big i can't rebuild it or I can refocus and say, you know what? God said it. I believe it. That settles it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this thing mm -hmm. regardless of what anybody else says. And that sounds easy. Oh, yeah. And it preaches well. Yeah. But I think next week we're going to be talking about how those things can lead. What people say can lead to a change in your thinking. And your thinking is really the one that really matters. Because mm -hmm. if you begin whatever, if you believe you can or if you believe you can't, either way you're right. Yeah. And so what we, the comments we say to ourselves is so very important. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the, there was a time, a long time ago, my sister made a comment. She was getting married and there was a situation that, um, it was a hard situation. And she made a, a very public comment on Facebook. Um, and I love my sister to death and I didn't respond and it's not because I didn't want to and it's not because I, I, I was hurt and I was angry by it but I didn't respond because I love my sister and I think about that sometimes like her comment had I responded in a way like if I met her with that same energy um, like we're fine now yeah last night wouldn't have been possible last night would have been possible and so important because when we come home, being with our family, mm -hmm. including mm -hmm. everybody, yeah. it's just like magical because we don't get to do it very often. Mm -mm. And if we would have, if you would have damaged that relationship. Yeah, yeah, but we went and we had breakfast and we sat down and talked it out. And, you know, there was some healing that needed to take place. And over time, we're good. But I think that's just part of the gates, right? So her comment she's my sister so her comment is going to get in it matters it matters to me um what i do with that comment and not like lashing out or saying something hurtful or because I, her feeling and what she said was legitimate i mean her comment wasn't legitimate but the way she felt behind it was, was legitimate yeah and i acknowledge that um and at the end of the day she loves me and i love her and that's what love conquers all right like she felt that way but she still loves me as her brother and i felt angry and hurt but i still love her as my sister and that's why we're able to laugh and cut up and act crazy on facetime and, and, and stuff like that now but had i not guarded the gate 
and say, I'm not going to respond to my and sister. And hopefully go to Bora Bora because you're going to yeah. you gotta take me to Bora Bora right. with Shantae. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about that later. <laughs> Your mother said it, you know, and what she says holds weight. She's speaking She bought it. the dress. Yeah. You have to do the thing. She's speaking those things Sorry. as though they were. <laughs> I know we're managing the timeline because this is the year of intentional limitations. Yeah. And, uh. But one of the things that I think is important is not just to leave with the whole idea that there will be comments. Mm -hmm. and, um, but the most important thing is how do we deal with them? Yeah. And in Nehemiah 4.1, when those comments came, the first thing Nehemiah did is he went to God. And he told those comments about what God said. Because then it's like when you go, when you had a fight with Shantae and then you went to dad. Yeah. And, you know, when dad said, you're going, you know, or when Shantae went to dad and said, dad said. Yeah. Well, guess what? What dad says goes. Yeah. And that's what we have to do with those comments is say, well, God said mm -hmm. that this is something we're supposed to do. So mm -hmm. regardless of what you say. Um, so my first response to comments should always be to go to God. Um and it's so important that you can hear those comments, mm -hmm. but you keep building anyway. Mm -hmm. And we have to master the art of fulfilling our calling in the midst of pain. Yeah. Um, and there will be pain. Mm -hmm. um, but those who do auda audacious things are content to stay committed with consistency and discipline. And so that is our mission. So if no one else ever listens to this podcast or if we never uh, buy and sell a house, if we, any of those things, if we are committed to the mission of doing what call, God has called us to do and we are acting those things out, um, though I'm professing and confessing we will do those things and they will matter, mm -hmm. the most important thing is we did the work. Yeah. And uh, keep pressing on. Absolutely. Any, yeah. follow, any final words? Um, trying to think. I think the only thing we left out is Pastor Mike said that our faith is not built for your feedback. Oh, I like that comment. And I think we're in a day and age right now. I mean, we've got iPads and smartphones and laptops everywhere. So anybody, any, just look at Twitter. Somebody can jump online and say something crazy and just go about their day without skipping a beat. Um... And if we get sucked into that and start looking at the comments and really start gleaning or focusing on what they're saying, that can knock us completely off course. It can. And also, we can be that person that knocks someone off course. Right. I, my comments matter, so I can't go around critiquing everyone and providing feedback. I have a very um, high-profile job where feedback is something I'm constantly having the privilege of, of getting <laughs> and people don't often miss words about that and it doesn't always feel really great whenever I'm taking some of that feedback but the most important thing is that in the middle of that we can accept that but our first response must be to go to God but also when we see someone I think we did this in the car who was it we were talking about um, I think it was a basketball player and you you said oh wait I've never played professional ba basketball so I'm gonna leave my comments alone but it was tied to that arena comment you know that that yeah. quote by Theodore Roosevelt that you know unless you're in the arena with me right you're shooting in the gym with me right. you've got nothing to say but right. we have to be careful when people step out and edify them mm -hmm. and encourage them and to uh, continue to be the people who speak life into others and not tear people down with our comments because um, we are called to show that fruit of love, joy, peace, 
self-discipline, all of those fruits of the spirit. Long suffering. Long suffering. Yeah. And it's important we do that. Yeah, and we don't have um, we don't have the ability to be judging folks. That's right. not our job. It isn't. Yeah, the Bible says if we if we judge yeah, someone, we have to be judged. It also says if we judge someone that that we're judging the law and by doing that that we're putting ourselves above the law so you're, we're going against the very thing that's supposed to govern our lives and sure. you know we can't judge someone because we're not yeah it's know, not my job yeah it's, it's, not not my job it's really not, it is not, <laughs> it's not my yeah. job. and the greatest commandment we have is love and if I'm judging you, I can't love you. Yeah. And um, the only way people are going to come to Christ is by love. Yeah. When they see that modeled out and not by us pointing our fingers of everything they're doing wrong. And we're supposed to be the ambassador for the kingdom of heaven. And that is what's most important. Any last words? Thank you, Jumpin' Joe. Nicely said. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Uh, it was interesting. We enjoyed it. Yeah. We'll have to share some of the podcasts we've done. You can hear all of the great things that Dante says about you. Okay, great. Yeah. Right. I look forward to it. You know, you know how to find me. <laughs> have a great week, everyone. Yeah. Yes.